And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 62 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's an actress and comedian who likes her men like she likes her pasta in bow ties and drowning in marinara sauce. It's Jackie Johnson. And she's an actress and writer who truly loves all people, except for the ones who walk too slow. Those motherfuckers can go straight to hell. It's Nicole Thurman. Tone Zone is here to turn the lone zone back into the bone zone. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little chocolate-covered Pocky Sticks. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. That particular delicious carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Anna Q. All sorts of fun stuff on Patreon. Weekly bonus episodes. And I got a note from someone today saying that the Daniel and Me bonus episodes are during quarantine have been their favorite Patreon perk. Um, but really there's an array of perks. There's a level where you guys can text me and I will text you. I've been doing it for a couple weeks now. In fact, someone on this show is the one who told me about the whole thing. Um, and it is very, I've been having a ton of fun and I have to assume you guys are too. Zoom parties, so much access to me. You'll beg me to leave you alone patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. And if you sign up for a year, you can get two months free. So it's 12 months for the price of 10. Why am I doing my infomercial QVC hard sell at the top? I don't know. I'm changing things up. You guys, we're coming out of quarantine and I'm shaking it up. Very excited. Oh, and also you can submit carbs that I'll call you. As you know, you heard just moments ago. Um, I am very excited to say hello to my guests. Jackie Johnson, hello. Hello. Oh, I get to go first. I Top know. Billing. Yeah. I just. I'm you, honored. You know, the, when I look at the screen, you're directly to the right of me. I know on everyone's screen, we're all kind of in a different spot. But, uh, you know, fan favorite Jackie Johnson, you get top billing. I'm I'm okay with it, and I was probably the first person you admitted into the Zoom. I yeah. was on time, as was Daniel. This was being discussed before we hit record. I don't want to get into it again, but <laughs> there is some hierarchy in play. Everyone should know that the talks, the discussions, the summit that we had ahead of time was probably better than this show is going to be. I don't want to jinx it at all, but I mean... The chemistry off the charts, the just rapid pitter patter, rapid fire, repartee, people bringing some important things to the table, good responses. I mean, I feel like either we already did our episode or it bodes well for this episode. What do you think, Jackie? I, since yep, you're the I only, agree with that. The, and it's so nice to have Daniel back in the mix. Well, Thank let's let's say hello to him, back. Daniel. Well, I know I do a weird thing where I start to talk without introducing everyone. It's kind of it's fucked up. It's a power play hello. on my part, Daniel. Hello, hi. I'm back again. Welcome back. I, it's it's great. It's though as though I never left. Does that does it really feel that way? I mean, I'm talking about this chair. I never <laughs> leave this chair. I spend all day in it. You have been in that. <laughs> if I don't know where you are, it's because you're mm. in that chair. Where am I, I going to go? 
like oh, occasionally you're in the garage, but it's probably like four times in the past year. No. Uh, so um yeah, it's fun to be back. Um I feel like everything's loose. I it's like I feel like everyone is still in quarantine, but like kind of feels like maybe we don't need to be in quarantine, but it's kind of like we're in this weird place right now, so uh it's like you're waking up from a, a, a sleep slowly or something. But you're still a little bit asleep. Yeah, you keep hitting the snooze button. Mm. Let's get more into this. When I say hello to Nicole Thurman, hello, welcome back. Everyone hello. loved you on my show the first time. Oh, yay, thank you. I'm glad to be back. Hi. Nice to hello. have you back. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you, I watched like one and a half episodes of Call Your... Is it Call Your Agent or Call My Agent? Yes, Call My Agent. I think it's Call My Agent, yeah. I was super it's- into it despite the warning you'd given me that it's a show that you where you can't watch on your... You can't be looking at your phone at the same time because right. it's in French. Right. And then apparently I just couldn't do it anymore. I had to look at my phone. Yeah, it's, it's truly yeah. like you have to commit so much to that, especially because I never took French. I took Spanish. And so I can understand Spanish more and Italian sometimes a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if you look away... If I look away during a French show, I lose completely everything. So yes. yeah, that one you got to really you got to really settle in. And I tried to watch it like after like smoking a little bit of weed <laughs> a couple times, and I was like, no, 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 it's not gonna happen because right. It, but then I started being like, it's so crazy that these sounds that they're making are words, and <laughs> they can understand them. But it's like words are crazy, and I was like, you know what? Let me turn this off for the night. <laughs> So yeah, you have to you have to really like you have to really settle in and settle and like focus or mm-hmm. else you're in trouble. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's a, a bridge too far for me and I television understand. sometimes. I, I think so. I think yeah, with a lot of TV, especially with Netflix, it just keeps playing and like. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah, you're just you're signing up to kind of just chill with it, not necessarily stare at it. So I get it. I get it. Daniel, how many times now have you seen the last episode of the third season of Mr. Robot? God. Because I'll watch it. That's, you know, that's sort of my weird quirk is that when something's on, I watch it. But Allison, (laughs) when something's on, she'll watch like a minute of it. I mean, put aside the fact that she falls asleep. That I understand. She falls asleep. But there's, I'm always like glancing over to see if she's fallen asleep because either I'm going to, you know, stop it or just know where we were because we'll have to go back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But there's always a good chunk that she wasn't asleep, but might as well have been asleep. <laughs> oh, for sure. Because she's on her phone doing something. And with a show, you know, like Mr. Robot or something, there's a lot going on. It's it like may as well be plot. in French, even though it's when not. When it's an yeah. intricate plot, yeah. I'll often just stop it and, and look over and just be like, do you, did you even see what just happened? <laughs> yeah. I fell, I, I fell off of Mr. Robot. I think it was a little bit too quiet for me because I was trying to look at my phone. And I was yeah. like, we, we're not going to keep up with this one. It's going to have to This go is away. one. Yeah. Oh, let me say hello and welcome to <laughs> the bad boy of podcasting. He called himself yeah. that. Tony Thaxton. Hi. I welcome back. Um, I'm back. And I'm bad. And look out. <laughs> 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 Consider yourselves warned, people. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't. I don't mean to, uh, you know, call Jackie out, but she tried to say she was the first one let into the Zoom, and uh, Allison even talked about this with me. I'm always the first one let in. <laughs> you got me there, Tony. Wow. Boom, Tony. Wow. <laughs> I was hoping 
we could let Jackie think she was the first one let in. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I meant the first one in that wasn't doesn't work here. You know, <laughs> I know, I know. I just, you know, I had to call it out the technicality. But mm-hmm. I, I'm happy that you did that because people need to know the truth, right? And we that's, all know that Tam Thax brings the truth. That's right. Or as I'm calling him now, Tam Vax. Oh, Ooh. that's good. Yeah. Why now? Just for for Nicole. And Daniel, no, I think Daniel was there. For Nicole's benefit, why were we calling him Tampax? Were we talking about tampons with him? <laughs> no, I just came up with it as a nickname. Because this was based back on when you were name. constantly trying to come up with a nickname for me. Yeah, and yet, kind of new. Bad Boy of Podcasting was right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assumed True. it would be obvious and you would just start calling me that. But We shifted about for so long looking for a nickname for you. There was... Bad to the tone. Oh, I actually <laughs> love that one. Bad to the tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, too. It's a little musical, too, for the musician. <laughs> yeah, I need to get that guitar riff ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. You so, can just use my sound bite now. That was good. <laughs> yes, add that one to our collection. Um, also, Tony, I, something happened. Oh, I know. Daniel was, uh, reading something that ha- something from deadline. And I was like, you know what? I'm actually, uh, for people who don't know deadline, like reports, oh, people's showbiz successes and other stuff, but that's my, mainly what I associate. <laughs> that's all with. you get out of it. All I get out of it is that like, oh, this person just posted, um, you know, a swipe through on Instagram. Um, and yay for them. But anyway, something, you know, someone uh, is in a sitcom now. And I said, you know, I really am happy for them. And then Daniel started singing Hooray for You. Tony, do you have that one? Oh, yeah. I had no idea where that story was going when that started. I thought uh, nobody did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one. Um, let is me, Hooray I'm for sure You an original song? It is. Or what's, okay. It's an original ditty put together by the guy who formerly did all the music on my show, Tom oh. Rapp, a.k.a. Trap Dog. And it, <laughs> the point of it, the purpose of it is to play it when something good happens to someone else, that, but it makes you feel like, hey, what about me? <laughs> Which is yeah, 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 like a, something I experience often, although I'm really trying to be better about yeah. all this stuff. I yes, feel like because someone's success is not your failure. We have no, to it's not that. a zero sum game. People <laughs> having an attitude of abundance, but oh, there's I abundance. Ju- mm-hmm. Yeah, but ge- but genuinely, I do feel, and I've talked about this on recent episodes. I've had some epiphanies of like I just have to love myself enough and not be dependent on this external validation. And I feel like I'm making little incremental movements towards it, but we can still enjoy the song. Oh yeah. I see that you've done something that I really want to do. <laughs> for you and now you're getting kudos while I sit here getting screwed hooray for you I am so very happy that this fortune came your way I didn't mean to say you don't deserve to have your day however you'll forgive me if I feel compelled to say hooray for you my favorite <laughs> the way is, it ends on that nasty discordant <laughs> yeah um so anyway to go back to the TV stuff so Mr. Robot is a show that Daniel and I have revisited because we fell off originally. Same with the Americans, and we also fell off the leftovers. And that's like say, on our same list. Same as the Americans, we had fallen off, and then we we caught up last summer and finished it. So we're doing that with Mr. Robot. Now. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like these are shows that we've been intending to to rewatch. But so anyway, this one episode that Daniel's now seen, we keep starting it at night, and then I fall asleep. 
and then it plays. So it's like the tonight will be our fourth try in watching this episode. Did you know that we're that that we're doing that tonight? Because we are. We have to see where it goes. <laughs> I am okay with it though because I enjoy the show, and there's lots of like little things to. It's when it's a show that I'm watching reluctantly when that that's when it's painful when we're doing that. But if it's a show I like, I don't mind. Now you guys might be thinking, hmm, what has he dragged her through that that she did that he didn't want to watch? What has she dragged him through that he didn't? Oh my god, I cannot I get this out. What has Allison made Daniel watch that he didn't want to watch? I don't know because you're looking at someone who was very into Below Deck, and Daniel, <laughs> am I allowed to say the message board that you spend a lot of time looking at? Oh my god. My new happy place. <laughs> oh my god, listen to myself. Is uh, the Vanderpump subreddit? Oh my, oh my god. god, cool. Oh my, as I love. Fuck. I I love the attitude of the folks on there. That I is love their spirit. The last thing I would have thought you were going to say, <laughs> right? It is. Yeah. You know what it is? It's like I feel like the Vanderpump actors in quotes are they are like dying for our sins they are out there to be crucified uh that is their purpose in life so that i can feel better about myself wait are they really they're not actors you just mean the people on the show it's a reality show the people they're people on the show they're also failed actors uh (laughs) um I don't know. And what it models. Is. <laughs> I don't, They're multi hyphenates. Come on That's now, true. give them their credits. Okay. It it, it it in a lot of ways. You guys remember that website, Television Without Pity? No. No. It was a while ago. Oh my God. We're honey, we're on a show with young people. <laughs> no. Television Without Pity was an old website where uh they would do recaps of TV shows, but there was a, a voice. There was like a consistent voice to all of the recaps. It was extremely snarky and very funny. And I find that this subreddit has a bit of that, you know, to it. Can you give us an it. example of a post? I'm just, I, what does a subreddit of a show have on it? Well, a lot of it is just stuff I don't care about, but there's like, uh, can I? Can it, I? Honestly, can I this share is like I'm, I'm too embarrassed to talk about it. <laughs> well, I, I'll let you know. <laughs> what, too late now. I'll let you know, know what Daniel's informed me. Okay, so Stassi, who's well, married to this there's guy. There's a lot of. Let's just say, wait, hold on. There's a when you watch the show, when you watch Vanderpump Rules, you there is so much being displayed in terms of the psychology of these people, but it's it's like impressionistic. You're you're just getting like a sense of it, and so, but it's a strong sense, and you're and there's. For me, I'm watching, I'm like wondering if I'm right or how much of it is like just the manipulation of the, you know, the producers and the edit. And what is happening, what happens on this subreddit is people do like deep dives into these people's podcasts and stuff. And and then it's it, a lot of it, a lot of the joy of it is going like, ah, I was right about this or, oh, that person was, you know. Uh, this is wow. I'm, I'm I would still like an example. Okay, so Stassi is married to this guy Bo, and Daniel has let me know that a, the board discovered that he's declared bankruptcy three times. Okay, okay, okay. <gasps> oh, so no. Stassi married this guy Bo, and the whole season eight that I'm watching this guy, I'm like, I'm getting a vibe. <laughs> like, there's they're presenting him as a good guy, like it's clearly edited in his favor. But I am getting a 
you know, you just get that like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, and, and then I feel like, am I being unfair to, the, you know? And as I've learned, as I've gotten older, I'm always right. <laughs> uh, because it turns guy. out this guy, he's like, he seems like he's shady as fuck. Like he's, he's lied about big parts of his life, it seems. I don't know. Uh, according to this, he, it's not even his real name. He's declared bankruptcy three times in his life. Like, there's a lot How of you things. you declare bankruptcy three times? After the second time, aren't they like, hey, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> Maybe they're like, yeah. this is your last, you got one more. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this could all be totally wrong and unfair to him. I don't know. But it's just, it's, uh, it just makes me feel better about my powers of perception. And that's really. Mm-hmm. Um, so Daniel is presenting yeah. this like, Oh, they're there to be crucified, which I'm sorry. I don't sign on as someone who is in the public eye, not in the same way at all. Only but I don't show. agree with Only that. Only the Bravo liberties. I get Only what you're saying. Br- I get what you're but saying. But when they there. have to be on some level, though, at re- doing reality TV at this point, it's like, you know, you're going to be made yeah. to look like Thank an you. asshole. No, so they know. They know bit. and they make a lot of money doing other things on the side. And I'm, I have two friends on Vanderpump Rolls. Ooh. Wait, you do? Which ones? Tom and Ariana. Oh, I know who they are. And by the way, Tom and Ariana, they're the only ones that I feel can do no wrong. Wow. Okay. I I feel like they're the only (laughs) ones that are sane, especially Ariana. Like she, it's almost like she's the sane person in a crazy world. That's what I, I like. But... Uh, I'm not saying that because they're your friends. Allison, I'm, am I'm I saying honestly, that because no, it's because you love the them. Show. I love them. I, What's up? I've known them. I've known them since before it was a show. They were literally just bartenders at Sir, and they were like comedian. Like Ariana is hilarious, and we used to do like comedy videos together and stuff. I didn't know that. And I've known them forever. It, they were at my wedding, my virtual wedding that y'all were at. They w- oh, that's so cool. They were at my first wedding too. Why didn't I go to gallery view? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so what I was saying, I will say that, this: uh, okay. Tom and Ariana are like beloved on the boards too. Oh, good. No, they're they're truly what you see is what you get. Can yeah. confirm. Very oh. cool. Very down to earth. Zero ego. Funny. Great people. Tom shaves his forehead to exfoliate. What? I would love to have Tom come on Nashville and talk about his skincare. Have I have you not tried? had him on yet. I've had Ariana on, but honestly, he's... I bought some self tanner that he recommended. That's how. Yeah. I don't wow. care. Look at this skin. I would love it's ridiculous. To see that. I can't get any sun. I'll get. I already have skincare. It's. I have to do it, you guys, you if I'm going to stay beautiful. Daniel, yeah. can you tell me which? Uh, which t- self tanner it is, and then I'll put it in my Amazon store, Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Also in that store is the candle that Jackie lit earlier. Bless Ooh. your heart. And you sold a good amount of these because I get tagged yeah. every time your people get these. Yes. People are and super I've been into tagged them. a lot. And I'm on my second one now. I bought this one from your store. You're a candle fluencer. What's the deal with the candle? Does it smell good or something? Yeah, it just I mean, smells honestly. really good. It's uh, they're from they're from a Texas. It's called Tyler Candle Co. I honestly don't know who owns it, so I can't say it's a woman owned brand or something like that. Is but it Tyler, yes, Tyler owns it. But it's a but it, uh, the he's name a character goes- on Vanderpump. Uh, <laughs> it just smells really good. It's called Bless Your Heart, which is a like a Southern Bless your funny passive aggressive <laughs> phrase, and mm-hmm. I I got it because of that. But it is really nice too. The mm. scent. And I did a whole bit with it on the show, and then we talked about it, and Helen Hong called the company. It was a whole thing, but 
It is part of the Allison Rosen lore now, and it is a great candle, and I light it every time I do your show. I love it. Did you know... Helen Hong's sister had her baby. <gasps> her secret yes. baby? Nicole, do you know Helen Hong? No. She's Who's a that? comedian um, uh-huh. and an actor, and she's been on she's on Silicon Valley and a bunch of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But she's also been on this show a number of times. And she told us that she was going to have a baby. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? You've been hiding your pregnancy. But then it turned out it was her coy way of saying... Or maybe she said, like, a baby is coming to me. She said, I don't know, something. But it turned out that she lives with her sister, and her sister was pregnant, now has had the kid, like, as of, I don't know, a couple days ago. Um, Uh The two of them lived together, and her sister decided to do it without a guy. So, hence, Helen is kind of the de facto dad. Um, But anyway, it's it's, it's very exciting. And they, so they live together and they're raising the baby together. Yes. Oh, yes. That's oh. nice. That's sweet. I yeah. Like that. Very sweet. Um, by the way, can I ask Daniel, is it loving tan? Uh, the one I got was just the Clin. I think it was Clinique. <laughs> he, oh, he recommends okay. two. There's one that's like, that might be the loving tan. It's like a foam. Almost. It's like a well, pink When container. Ariane was on Natch Butte, she said she only uses loving tan. Um, but this was a couple years ago. She might have left that brand. She's not loving I, tan anymore. <laughs> Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> You're I talking feel like, like the Clinique guy. for men, like facial self tanner or I something like that? I think maybe. He, I, I can't remember. Now, this is a while ago, but I think he said that it was really light and it wasn't mm-hmm. like a super dark one. And that I would so take that, all my skincare advice from Tom for sure. Because I look ridiculous but when I put like the really dark self Didn't someone I mean, say, the, you yeah. said he shaved his forehead? You're taking skincare advice from a dude that's shaving his, for, his whole he forehead? Said, he, mm-hmm. he says that it's the best way to exfoliate is to shave. Derma, dermaplaning is a thing. Okay, dermaplaning. That, I'll accept that. I, I, shaving a forehead sounds terrifying to me. It sounds like just a way to make your hair grow and thicker. Oh, it's I know, right? Problems. It's on the show. It shows him shaving his oh, forehead. My favorite thing Tom ever did was when he was naming his modeling poses. Because <laughs> he has, what was the one? It was like, it's a look and it's like. Sun in your eyes, sun treasure in, in the sun distance. Sun in eyes, treasure in the distance. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Nicole's yeah. doing it. If you yeah. guys would like, if you guys would like to see Nicole doing this pose, uh, the video of this is a, is a reward for Patreon people. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Man, Patreon. Patreon. Such a hard sell from me today. What Seriously, is going on? Amazon stores. I know. And I haven't even gotten to the other Do you have stuff. some medical bills to pay or something? Uh, I mean, a secret. Always. Um, I do need to circle back to something that came up um, last week. So we did a rousing, rousing rendition of Yes, Please or Oh, Please. The internet's still talking about it. Wow. Nicole, did we it's... do that when you were on? Yes. No. Okay. I don't think so. So this is no. where we come up with something. It's like something controversial and we have to say Yes, Please or Oh, Please to it. But, you know, the joke is it's never anything controversial, but hey. I always pretend it is. This actually is, is controversial. It is. So it was Cobbler. And uh, I was the only one who gave it an oh, please. That's not true. Did you also oh, please it? I also gave it an oh, please. <laughs> I've never actually had it. So I, I've opted for, uh, I've gone this long. So why not continue? My Tony Thaxton erasure on this episode has gone too far. It's really flattering. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. You're such a bad boy at... Um, it's is me. In, I intimidate you, don't I? That's what it is. <laughs> I get nervous and I forget what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, Tony and I were the only ones who opalized it. 
Everyone else was very pro cobbler. And as it turns out, I think what I thought was cobbler was actually a crisp. If it's got oats and little bits of just junk in there, that's more of a crisp. A cobbler is like a... Thank you. Cobbler is like a cookie dough kind of situation. And I think I would like that. Mm. I don't know if I've ever had a true cobbler. Yeah, so it's like, it's, it's cobbler like a pie, almost like pie crumbles, right? I think so. With It's like a, it's like a pie with no cover on it that, ha- like a, that hasn't been cooked all the way. Yeah, yeah, So it's yeah. a little mushy. Now yeah. see, that like sounds... cobbler. Yeah. Wait, no? Did, did that like sound that. good to you, Nicole? Because that doesn't I think sound it's good, good to me. I think that's good. Yeah, I think I'd be into that. Not too much. It's a southern thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cobbler. Let me see if I can find this because someone crisps have a have a topping. Would you like the the Wikipedia description of cobbler? Sure. Go. Lay it on us. Cobbler is a dessert consisting of a fruit or less commonly savory. Filling poured into a large baking dish and covered with a batter, biscuit, or dumpling before being baked. Dumpling. What kind of savory cobbler? Like a mushroom cobbler? Ew. That sounds gross. No, it says those are those are. That's like a pot pie. Yes, it is. Kind of. But this sounded sort of like a pie. Like I said, it's like a pie with no pie cover. But that's what I was saying too. It's like the it's like the cover is like crumbled on top instead of like cooked on top yeah well it's like the crust is not on the bottom it's on the top yeah which is like what yes good i think that would be good yeah Yeah. it is and and, and instead of being like soggy and dense it's lighter and a biscuitier well i retweeted something that someone sent me from i forget let's see what cookbook it's from i'm at american classics and it lists i mean there's so many there's a buckle a cobbler a crisp a crumble a grunt a pan dowdy a plate cake a shortcake we're living through a pan dowdy i don't want i don't want to eat it (laughs) i'm just making jokes guys i'm just here for the jokes i love them all okay so let's talk about what we were talking about before about how we're like in this um liminal zone between everything being opened up and letting letting the masks go and resuming in-person stuff like i you know i'm vaccinated i believe everyone i know or most people i know are vax actually i only know of one person it's a friend of my mom's and she refuses to get vaccinated and her justification is very curious um but I assume most people are vaccinated. So really, we could probably do in-person recordings again, but I just, I've gotten used to this. I don't know. Like, where are you guys? But but I did get go on a coffee date with someone we sat outside recently. Um, where are you guys with how much you're doing in-person, how much you're still doing remote? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty f- deep back into the world, I you would are. say. I've been to a party. Yeah, I'm kind of. I went and stayed at a hotel. I ate inside with a bunch of people everywhere. You know, you sort of want to slowly acclimate. You set rules for yourself, but sort of like a threesome. Once you're in, it all rules kind of go out the window, and you get really excited and into it. That's sort of what's happening with me. I just I was shaking hands and hugging people, and it it was like the pandemic never happened. Was you know. Was one of your rules like only one hole at a time, and then all of a sudden everything's filled? Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you're not allowed to do this to that one, or, or <laughs> but you know, <laughs> right? Suddenly it's just body parts everywhere. That's what I'm saying. It's just get into it and 
Like you forget t- there were rolls to begin with. When he's just like a cloud of smoke with arms and legs poking out of it. Yes. Um, yeah. Although I'm still recording remotely, yeah. but you, more so because I keep interviewing people not in L.A. and I don't have a studio anymore. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. Eating yeah. inside. What was that like? Was that nerve wracking at all? Because I keep uh, thinking, no. like, why am I hesitant? No, we're to vaccinated. Do it? I mean, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I think it's just like you. We are vaccinated, so we just have to do the things. I think that mm-hmm. I've been going kind of like a person by person basis. Because I, I, like, the other day, my friend and I, we were sitting outside, and then she's sitting far apart from me, and she's doing the elbow instead of a hug. And then I go see somebody, and I hug them, and we're right next to each other. And it's like it's kind of just like some people are just not comfortable or still kind of wary. But I think. Right. For me, it's like if I go somewhere and someone's like, you want to come in and have a, you know, coffee or whatever. It's like, sure. I don't I, I wouldn't yep. think twice about it because that's that's what we are vaccinated. It should be OK. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 But some people are still uncomfortable for various reasons. Yeah. Trauma. Trauma. You know, I, I was over at a friend's house the other day picking something up and she was like, can you please wear your mask? I'm going to yeah. wear my mask. I was like, sure. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like whatever. And that's like when I'm walking, I wasn't wearing I just went on a walk and I didn't wear a mask and I felt so weird. Mostly <laughs> just because you don't want people to think you're like a freak yeah. that doesn't believe in masks still. But it's 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 we're supposed to be able to do it. So I kind of. I kind of like have to while I'll carry my Isn't mask around wild? my arm. Mm-hmm. There are s- multiple states that haven't required masks this whole time. The whole damn time. It's been so doing the wild because in LA, we are so careful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that are fly because I'm about to fly for the first time in like a year and a half. And a lot of people that have been traveling, they'll go to like Texas and be like, <laughs> it's like the pandemic never happened. I mean, it's just a different, a different situation completely. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad we were all worried and paranoid and I'm glad I never got COVID. So Same. I, I'm mm-hmm. glad I was safe, but now I feel like I, I want to be able to feel like I can live life again a little bit more normally. Mm-hmm. Nicole, have you eaten inside a restaurant? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think I've eaten inside, but I'm also, I, I like eating outside. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I saw, I, I was walking today and I saw some people eating inside and I was like, <gasps> and then I remembered it's like, you still, it's just your body still has the natural, mm-hmm. you know, right. Weirdness. It's so I, weird. I assumed that it was fine, but, and I think I've mentioned this before, our pediatrician said in kind of an offhand way, like a couple months ago, but after everyone was already vaccinated, she was like, you know, it's it's going to be a long time before I eat inside in a restaurant again. And then Jessica Malati Rivera, who is uh, one of the like leading uh, epidemi, I don't know if she's actually an epidemiologist, but she was on uh, Ali Ward's show talking about infectious virology. She's a COVID expert, um, and she also said that she wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't be comfortable eating inside a restaurant for a while. And I, I DM'd her and I asked, doesn't the, you know, do you not feel the virus protects you? And she's like, it, it has less to do with that than what's going on in the community, which again, I didn't quite understand, but I didn't want to push it because she's a busy, important person. And I was happy that she wrote back to me at all. But I'm just, I'm thinking maybe it just means that like, maybe she and also the, our, my, our pediatrician feel like, they want to set the right example. I don't get well, it because if you're if you're vaccinated, it should be okay. 
Well, is it weird because if people are all at different phases in their vaccination? I mean, it's pretty effective from the beginning, but maybe they mean some of that or like maybe people or who maybe haven't they been mean vaccinated. all the people who are still refusing to get vaccinated. That yeah. is They're my – That's what I think. They're too. like shedding the virus. Isn't that what they call right. it? Like shedding. Well, I'm yeah. not sitting in a giant crowded restaurant. Yeah. They're still distancing them and mm-hmm. not letting as many people in and – all that stuff, but... Right. And I'm not doing it all the time. I've just done it a couple of times. And it was very weird. Jackie, you're in a restaurant right now. Yes, I'm in the Chili's in Encino <laughs> right She's in the play now. pit. She's playing with all the balls in the play pit. Yes, I, got, I, went in the, I went in the play pin and uh, <laughs> swam in the balls. <laughs> and licked. I licked a lot of them. Yeah. I did see a video the other day that diplo of all people posted on tiktok and there was like it looked like spring break but and i don't know what it was but everybody was squeezed in so tight and it was like hundreds of 20 somethings i'm like okay we go we go it's gonna be a minute before that was happening all of last year on tiktok yeah that's Mm -hmm. true i saw a video of jason derillo at a restaurant full restaurant no one had masks on i'm like what are y'all doing man truly it's okay but i i read that la is actually gonna Unlike the rest of the country, LA is one of the few places that will probably get herd immunity. The oh. herd immunity won't be possible for a large part of the country because there's still too they they haven't reached a certain level of vaccination. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to hit, you know, I don't know what it is, seventy, eighty percent or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in LA, because everybody got vaccinated. Uh, we are even though we were really bad back in December, you know, when things are really bad right now, we're doing great. That's still so, so crazy to me how bad it was and now how we mm-hmm. became the best, became the best. Yeah, right. And when we, we wanted that max, everybody there were people waiting in line for mm-hmm. standby vaccines yeah. for hours mm-hmm. and hours and hours. Like, we were like, we want that. shit. I had like <laughs> hardcore vaccine FOMO when people were getting Same. it at first. I was like, why can't I just get the vaccine? So, yeah, it was like everybody wanted that shit for sure. It's like waiting for brunch at Cheesecake Factory at the Grove. It's like four hours. Cheesecake Factory at the Grove? I'm not even kidding. I used to work there. Oh, my God. I did not know it was the hot spot. for that brunch. Oh, shit. Okay, I got to check out that brunch. Yeah. (laughs) Even long waits there for dinner. When Daniel and I went there with uh, my sister and her husband, I don't know, three or four years ago. And they give you the little coaster that buzzes. Yeah. And uh, I feel like it was like an hour and a half wait. Oh my god. Yeah, the Cheesecake there, Factory. For the cheesecake. Is it the one at the Grove? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the hot spot, I must say. <laughs> Did you feel cool working there? No, no. <laughs> I How worked could- there in 2006. So this was quite some time ago. Did you have to wear the all white like the oh, white yeah. button up the white Oh pants? yeah. You look like a big piece of cheesecake walking down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. White. <laughs> White on white on white on white. White on white on white, baby. Yeah. Handling food. That's how they do it. That's right. Makes no sense. No. That's what I was going to say. I've never quite understood the all white around food. I briefly, briefly worked at um, a coffee place inside a food court, and it was a great few days, but then the job I really wanted at Sam Goody, for people who don't remember, that was a music store, opened up. I remember. And they stole me from the coffee place. I think it was it called Coffee Emporium. I think it might have been. So apologies for I. I mean, I pulled a real millennial like I don't know anything to this place of employment thing. And I'm Gen X. I I kind of invented being a terrible employee when you think about it. <laughs> but anyway, they had an all white thing as well, and I was like, but. 
there's coffee it, grounds getting all oh, over me. This insane. seems insane. It and signals, coffee stains. It, yeah. it yeah. signals cleanliness, though. It signals that sterility and yes. makes people feel like there's not a bunch of filth. That's true. But, I mean, doctors wear white coats around like vomit and fluid blood. all the time. Yeah. But I was just thinking the other day when I used to work at a restaurant and we would wear black We'd have to wear black uh, slacks because it was kind of a fancy. And when I would walk back to my car at the end of each shift, my black shoes and my black pants were, it's like, especially like the lower parts were just spattered Mm -hmm. with food, just Mm -hmm. spattered with Mm -hmm. filth. You know, I I mean, if we, if I had had to wear white, it would have been. Well, it's extra shitty because. I have worked, I've waited tables at a lot of places. The most corporate place I've ever worked is Cheesecake Factory. If you have one tiny little barely visible stain on your apron, which by the way is floor length, when you get there, <laughs> they will make you buy a new apron. Oh, you have to buy it? And they are not cheap. I don't remember how much they are, but you have Jesus. to dry clean everything and you have to have creases down your, your sleeves oh, and down crazy. your apron. And down your pants. So you have to you have to iron everything. If you show up with no creases, they'll make send you home. You're fired. Wow. wow. I was making fun of cheesecake cheesecake factory, but they're pretty serious. That brunch. They are hard. But I will say, mm-hmm. they give you really good health insurance after six months. That's a you know who doesn't benefit. give health insurance? Who? Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> really? <laughs> No health Wait, what's the restaurant? They own that restaurant, sir. Is that still the spot? Oh, they, they have multiple restaurants. Now they have a lot. Okay, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't follow the Vanderpumpies. <laughs> don't called, right? don't get into it. Get know. into it. It's I'm not, not a reality it's, person. I just can't do it. Yeah. It so me t- for too uncomfortable. Well, yeah. Do do restaurants normally provide health insurance, or was that like a special thing that Cheesecake Factory did? I mean, not to my knowledge. I think but we were that was I was my first job in California waiting tables in Texas. You barely even get paid. You get literally 30 cents an hour. Oh, wow. Jesus. And it's all tips. And here you got minimum wage on top of tips. And I was like, I'm freaking Rockefeller over here. <laughs> I was like blown away by that. <laughs> um, I, you know, I like to think I'm an observant person, except sometimes I'm really not. But I never noticed all the creases. But I think on a subconscious level, it just really must have played into the, you know, ambiance yes of, the experience uh, yes exactly my cheesecake factory experience mm-hmm. the one in the grove they do create an experience the one yeah. in the grove has an escalator inside it doesn't it yes mm-hmm. it does i don't like that no offense to your former place of employment no i'm with well, you i don't want what, an escalator what would y'all prefer <laughs> well, <laughs> well could it could it be one level a, a staircase actually i mean a staircase there is a staircase option but it's but the, but escalators front and center it's like people have. I don't want something that industrial. People yeah, old people gotta get upstairs factory. too. Oh, okay, they gotta get their yeah. There's an elevator collection. too. An elevator. Yeah, they've got every option. I just feel like you walk in and and you're right in front of you is I, this industrial. I want a giant basket that's hoisted on yes. a pulley. I want a person pulling me up to the yes. second a pulley level with a, a pulley rope system and pulley mm-hmm. a dumb yeah. waiter. Right. I want to I want to be in a dumb waiter but human Well, size. you know it is called uh, the cheesecake factory. Oh. So I feel like they could oh. add some kind of factory element. Mm-hmm. Right. I need an assembly line giving me yes, cheesecake of like people pulling you in. Oh, for some I like right. that. We should pitch this. Placing <laughs> a glove on a bottle just like Laverne and Shirley. That's what they do, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, dumb waiters they were they held a special place in my imagination as a child. There's something magic about a dumbwaiter. 
Did you like imagine? And you know what's like, interesting? At Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> all the waiters are smart. What? <laughs> well, they have to be because in that menu, like 15 pages, they got to memorize the whole damn menu. 50 something pages. It's like insane. They gotta, if you have to memorize that menu, you're going to be smart. You're going to have some serious brain power. I could never do that. Daniel, that joke failed miserably. I, oh, I liked it a lot. I missed it. I probably okay. missed it. Sorry. It was just so bad, no one even acknowledged. I'm really <laughs> smart. Because as opposed to a dumb waiter. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, 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 okay. The waiters are really smart. Okay. I- <laughs> uh, there you go. That's good. Since we have Jackie who hosts Natch Butte and we got three gals on, I think we had need to have a little gal chat conversation. Gal chat. Nicole, you posted a photo of your hair and it looked so good and it looks so good. Tell us about the do. My hair? Oh, yeah. uh, oh, uh, Let's see. I got a haircut fairly recently. Um, and I have, I just never do my hair anymore because it's like there's no need to. I never wear makeup. I never do my hair. And so every time I do, I feel like I have to say something about it. <laughs> and, uh, if I, yesterday I had to make an audition tape again after like I, every time I'm on here, I'm talking about this. But, um, so I did my hair and I was like, dang, my hair looks good. And there's literally no one that's going to see this. So then I post it on the internet for attention. But yeah, I understand. I just got a haircut. That's all. But yeah, I, I like literally have worn my hair down, I think, once or twice since I got my haircut. And so I was like, let me see what it looks like yesterday. So auditions are still. Do you think people will go back to in-person auditions? Or I no? really hope that they do, because I want to I don't want to be an actor anymore. If it's gonna be- <laughs> really? It's just, it's just so much work so much work and it's like the auditions are all extra long this one was 11 pages that's insanity like it's just a lot of work it's a lot of like lighting sound my computer never wants to upload anything so everything takes forever it takes me hours and hours and hours not to mention i'm just a perfectionist so i just will keep taping over and over and over again like get stuck in this like obsessive weird Mm -hmm. area so yeah i'm hoping that they go back to being in in person soon this so nice. 11 nice pages with people yeah do you have someone reading the other part sometimes i do and then sometimes i also have these like this uh app that you it reads like the other lines for you oh yeah i think and you so mentioned that good. yeah it's really helpful but yeah it's it's a lot it's yeah. a lot jackie so, yeah. have you been self-taping yeah but i don't have a ton of auditions for for people with a ton, I know it has been a different bag. But for me, I'm like, I don't want to drive to the Sony lot and park and schlep in the heat and get there. And my audition, I suck and ruin it. And I the whole way walk home going, I'm such a fucking idiot. I, I should it. move back to Texas. Fuck this. Why didn't I go to law school? It's like, I don't have to do any of that. I yeah. can just do it in my house and do it until I like it. Yeah. But I used to you love have a ton, tapes. it's a lot yeah. more work. I used to sure. love them. I really did because I... That was I was the same way. Like I was like I want to have control over it and get it perfect. But uh, now I I'm just burnt out. I think on it. It's just mm-hmm. such a. It's to me. It's like when you have someone to interact with, not a friend, but like a casting director. You're like, okay, someone is seeing this. Someone mm-hmm. is seeing me, and someone is seeing what I can do, even if you know it's not what they want. It it, it just feels very like it just kind of starts to feel like a little empty when you're just doing it well they take advantage oh i hope somebody and it's not going to be me so again i'm already part of the problem (laughs) they need to pass a law in the screen actors guild where you can do three pages Mm -hmm. and if you want more you got to pay up sweetie it's and so 
they be, everybody does the three yeah. and then they'll narrow it down to like 10 people yeah. and they go okay now please do yeah. 10 page or whatever it's just bullshit to make everybody do that because they're only going to be watching like 10 seconds of yes it. and so it, that's the problem is just and then you're and and if you were going to auditions in person a lot of times they sometimes they would make you memorize all 10 pages but then they're like we're just going to do the first scene when you yes. go in so then you only yes. do the first scene and you get annoyed by that, but at least you know you're only doing the And one. then they go, thank you. Oh my God. I <laughs> don't even like, look up yeah. and you're like, great. I should have gone to law school. I know. I'm just, I'm burnt. So yeah, I, it's, it's a lot. It's not talking about it, hair though. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> we, we, that was just really the entree into talking about auditions. <laughs> that was the amuse bouche. Um, okay. Isn't there something where actually you are supposed to get paid if you're at an audition for longer than a certain amount of time, if yeah. you're there, yeah, right, like two hours. But no one really it. enforces. Yes, it. They, on commercials they do, and I've gotten paid for that, and it's pretty sweet because it. I, yeah, but it's not honestly, it's not worth it. I'm not if I'm sitting in the lobby for two and a half hours, I'm pretty pissed off. I don't really care about the eighty dollar check that I get for it or whatever. But it does. They pay for it. Because I remember yeah, on hearing, second calls, on callbacks, mm, oh. you can do it on first calls, but the casting. De- agent pays and then they'll never call you back again so second calls production pays for it so i always sign out on second calls oh right that's what i had heard that like you're you're making people not like you if you do it. So it must be yeah. one of those first ones. I'm totally But they down take for that. advantage of us. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, stand hate up for themselves. And that's the thing, truly. Like, I'm just at this point where I'm like, you can hate me if you want, but I'm going to be loud. And, and I'm not mean. I just can't be quiet. Like, that's how I am yes. in writers' rooms. If I don't, I'm just like, you guys have to hear my voice. I'm so sorry. Like, I can't not say something. Especially I, people yeah. really take advantage of people. Wait, can we talk about that? I, in, in, I, in Hollywood? <laughs> in, well, I don't know. That's not the Hollywood I know. <laughs> um, can we talk about you uh, having to speak up more? Because like I you know, suggested earlier, that's something that I've been, been working on. And I feel like I've actually gotten better recently. Um, but I have spent my life being hesitant to speak mm-hmm. up and and imagining what will happen if I do and not wanting to be I don't not wanting to be too much not wanting to be uh, seen as rocking the boat not wanting to make someone want to retaliate or I, I don't even know mm-hmm. like afraid of my own shadow kind of yeah I, I mean I feel like a lot of people are I have realized and I talk about this a lot with my therapist that I that a lot of people feel that way and mm-hmm. I never really because I just like don't necessarily get it but it's not because i i'm judging and think it's bad it's i think it i think there's positive qualities to being able to like shut the fuck up sometimes and just like kind of deal with something that might not be perfect but um i yeah i don't know i i think i've always just been like it's hard for me to like not speak out and it, but sometimes it sucks sometimes you don't want to be the only person complaining like if i have something going on in my apartment building i feel like i'm always the first neighbor to call the landlord and say something and sometimes i'm like i don't want to be that person because i don't want to be the person that people think of as like a pain in the butt but yeah. also the stuff gets fixed and then everybody's happy and so it's like what, you know what am i gonna do not say anything i don't know i can't do it <laughs> I, I need more of that yeah it's, i feel like it's something that it's like once you if, if you worry less about the consequences of what's going to happen, it, it just in life with everything, it's like you can do a lot more in general. I think I, I don't it, with acting with whatever. It's like if you go into a room being like, I'm not going to book that. I mean, you, the odds are you're not going to book it anyway. But it's like if you go into the room being like, I'm not going to book this, then you probably won't do as good of a job as if in if you would just go in without expectations of what's going to happen. You're going to have more fun and work more. Maybe you mm-hmm. never know. 
So you've always so you've always felt comfortable I tr- having yeah. a voice. I I think so. I don't I don't I don't know why. I don't it's just it's just really hard for me to like sit on my hands, I think, mm-hmm. when something's weird. And I I tr- I try to sometimes because I do think like sometimes it's hard cuz it's like you sometimes you want to be someone that people want to work with and some and you know not everybody a lot of people like people who go with the flow all the time and I so I try to go with the flow for the most part but I do think if something's like really bothersome you know if 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 a script is being written and something is like horribly outdated or racist or misogynist or you know I I have to I'll say we'll have to say something even if other people don't because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people also they get trained by this industry to kind of like chill and be like well what can we do but it's like you actually can do a lot if you just make a little noise yeah i I think that's great (laughs) yeah jackie where are you with all this i feel like in my more mature age as i've (laughs) gotten older i've gotten definitely a little more outspoken but i also took a lot of I, I definitely didn't speak up for a very long time mm-hmm. because they create this desperation. Yeah. They create this environment where they're like, if you say something, you're out. So much of that. You know? And I've, I mean, if Nicole auditions for commercials or did at any point in your career, then you know they are wild. Oh, yeah. And they will ask you to do the craziest shit that will hurt you, <laughs> injure you. <laughs> They'll have you park five miles away and like a no, you know, a toe only zone. Like it's just, (laughs) you are the bottom of the barrel and they just literally spit on you. Yeah. And you're supposed to go, I'm so grateful to be here, Yeah, you know? And so I've put up with a lot of crazy shit, but I don't put up with it anymore. Yeah. But I also don't say, I don't speak up a lot. You know, I'm still kind of in the, I'm, I'm between you two, I would say. Yeah. I think it's, I think, I mean, there's, a, I still take a lot of crap because there's just a lot of crap. Like normally, you know, I would be like, I'm not doing a second like 11 page audition. Why are we doing this? I don't want to do it. If I really was speaking up all the time, but because there's a lot of just crap that you have to deal with. But yeah, I do think because they try to create that environment of like, if you don't want to do it, there's 50 people behind you. And it's like, yeah. that's fine, but you hired me. So yeah. I think you want me to do it. And so like, right. let's just try to make it work. Um, so yeah. It's sometimes it's it's a it's definitely got to be a little bit of a mix because sometimes it's just the commercial is going to be insane. You're going to have to dance. Like well, an people idiot. are also petty. Like, yeah. I have a friend yeah. who went on a went on a set and they were not following COVID protocol, and so she spoke up about it, and they that whole casting office literally blackballed her. Wow, jeez, oh, Louise. And the- people are petty in our mm-hmm. business, so you and do risk. Business. You take a risk when you speak up. Mm-hmm. And it's a business where you can just not, you can be blacklisted and not know it. Oh, yeah. So you can just like, you don't know what you're not getting. You don't know what the opportunities are that you're not being given. And so that creates a lot of fear Mm -hmm. of speaking up or doing anything to, you know, there's so many things that people haven't talked about in this business because nobody wants to be that person. Mm -hmm. And because all of a sudden, I'm just not working. Why is that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think the kids call it shadow banning. Well. Yeah. It's definitely shadow banning. It's definitely blacklisting. It I mean, it, yeah, it does happen. And it's like you know, you don't want to be someone that gets blocked because you like <laughs> asked for water 
in your dressing room where you're, right. you know, it's 100 degrees. But it's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, but I, I do think there's levels to it. I think there's like asking for basic human uh, respect. Yeah. And then there's, you know, some people that, and there's petty people, like you said. So it's like, it's, you never know quite how to, what's going to happen. Basically, what we're saying is Hollywood is a great place. This is a really stable career. <laughs> yeah, profession. it's really stable. I always tell my mom, like, whatever you expect, because my mom's always like, but wouldn't they do this or this? I'm like, yeah, that's the logical way. This is the, uh, you know, entertainment industry. They do it the way that's like a pain in the butt for everybody, but, you know, certain people or whatever. This is going to be, this, this interview will get me blacklisted. No, I'm just joking. It won't. <laughs> all it the won't. casting directors listed out. They're all listening listen. and they're like, they're- never again. Um, I want to know from the dudes here how, how you feel about speaking up, not necessarily in the realm of like in entertainment, although Tony, you have all your, your rock star experience. Um, but just in general, if it's, if it's kind of automatic for you to use your voice when something m- bothers you. But first I need to talk about pros. Jackie, do you know pros? Do you have pros on your show? Shampoo? Yeah. Well, it's, it's custom hair care. I'm oh, now, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, yes, shampoo is part of it, Jackie. But to say it's just shampoo would be selling it short. You've got your pre-shampoo treatment. You've got your shampoo. You've got conditioner. Now they have leave-in conditioner. They have an oil. I am on my third round of custom hair care from pros. And I've done three different scents. I love them all. Um, you, you do, a uh, a questionnaire, a quiz, not a questionnaire, a quiz on their website. I love a quiz and it's very detailed. It's like, how long is your hair? They have you like roll a strand of hair between your fingers to determine the, the, uh, coarseness or the thinness of your hair. And then you, it even, yep. Everyone, everyone here is rolling hair between their fingers is it normal for your hair to feel like straw no <laughs> you I need mean, pros <laughs> you need that pros oil baby you need that's right um no but it's like it, it has to do with whether you can feel it or not because if your hair is very very fine then you don't even feel it when you do that i um, mean i don't mean fine like great i mean fine like not mm. as you know the, the opposite of Light. thick um mm-hmm. and and it's like specially designed for your geographic location. My bottles say my zip code on them and they Ooh. say my name on them, which I love. But, um, you know, geared toward your geographic location because it has to do with what they know about the environment and how that might be affecting your hair. Pros knows there is more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. Oh, and regarding the scents, I feel like they have parfumiers. I don't know if that's the right word or even a word. In France, I'm, I don't know for sure. They may as well have special French parfumiers coming up with their scents. They smell so good. I had Signature and then I had Ispahan and now I have Corsica. I don't know. I like them all. Um, They have an algorithm of over 50 billion formula combinations. Oh, my God. That's insane. I know. With that algorithm, pros determined a unique blend of ingredients to treat my exact concerns. If you're not 100% positive pros is the best hair care you've had, they will take the products back. No questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. 
Literally, your name is on it. Yeah. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash best friend. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash best friend for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. Also, want to talk to you guys about Embark. I know there's a lot of people who like Embark here. Um, Embark is a very detailed, special breed and health DNA test for your dog. Um, and it's Wendy's birthday today. I yes. was a little bit late because I was spending so much time. I don't know what the appropriate amount of time is. Wendy wants it to be her birthday week. It's really annoying. This yeah. is your dog? Our dog, yeah. That's She's so seven cute. today. I don't know okay. how long it should take someone to choose what photos to include in their social media post wishing their dog happy birthday. <laughs> However, it's difficult because I have like 2,000 photos of her on my phone and they're all basically the same. Um, but that's, I'm very, I'm very into my dog in case you can't tell. And, uh, I was very delighted to do an em- embark, uh, breed and health kit with her. It's very, you just swab the cheeks, super easy, send it in. It came back saying she was a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, which I knew, but it also like ruled, was able to really dig into the DNA and rule out a lot of genetic health things. And then also now I'm connected to a whole bunch of people who have Wendy's relatives Uh. and I get like a little alert when a new (laughs) relative pops up. It's very, very exciting. Chuchi famously has an aunt in Palo Alto and I will drive there to meet her. And you met this person via. No. Yeah. On Embark. I love that. Uh, Developed by PhDs and veterinarians, Embark provides the most accurate breed identification and genetic health results and can identify over 350 breeds, types, and varieties and screen for over 200 genetic health conditions to help your vet provide the best medical care for your dog. Um, Learn your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog (laughs) DNA test. Right now, Embark has an offer on their breed and health kit for our listeners. Go to EmbarkVet.com now to get free shipping and save $50 off your Embark Breed and Health Kit with promo code Best Friend. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code Best Friend to save $50 today. Um, okay, so, dudes. Oh, Best Friend for this show. I was like, wait, Best Friend is the promo code for two different brands? And I was like, oh, because of the show. Yeah, it's the oh, show's promo code. <laughs> Help me. Okay, Daniel, Tony, where, how easy it, is it for you to speak up? Uh, go ahead, uh, I'm not the best with it's i'm also trying to get better at it it really depends on the scenario um i think in most scenarios not great trying to get better but uh in more in a musical scenario uh like confidence is not always my strong point and uh but in the musical scenario if i'm playing drums that is like the place i am the most confident Mm -hmm. and uh i don't have any issues speaking my mind on that like if 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 it's in the studio or something's being you're working on songwriting or something like that i'm confident in what should happen in songs so like um yeah i have no problem speaking up because there's there's also so many like producers and and something sometimes that you know uh, that thing that people do where they just want to feel important <laughs> so they like give you some feedback that and for no reason and you're just like that's stupid why are you saying this and mm-hmm. and like i've literally been in those scenarios where 
the guy's like, why don't you try something and tells me what to do? And I go, yeah, okay. And then I just continue to do what I was doing. And then afterwards, he's like, yeah, I think that was better. <laughs> you dipshit. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, there's great producers out there, too. It's not, they're not all like that, but there's a lot of that. Have you always had that confidence, like even when you guys were starting out? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think uh, maybe a little bit, but I think it, it grew in time, I think. Um, but yeah, because I, I think when I was younger, I just didn't, I don't know, I didn't really think about it at all. I just sort of did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just didn't put that much thought into it. Right. Daniel, what about you? Um, I mean, I'm just trying to think of scenarios where that would be relevant. I don't think I have a problem speaking up. I think the only time I do would be when I'm in a new environment where I don't know the rules of the maybe this I don't know like or if or or if it's just something new to me I I might hold back at first but yeah for the most part I I don't have a problem speaking up Do you feel like you have a problem speaking up to me sometimes? i mean what do you mean by that well i i think the exception to what i was saying about myself before about being nervous to bring stuff up is in my family of origin and with you it took me a while to get there with you but like with people that i trust and i feel comfortable with i do as soon as I feel something, I express it often. Um, so I think it's it's just that the people that I have that level of comfort with, it, it's hard for me to achieve that level. I'm I am not being that articulate. It's hard for me to get to that point with a lot of people. Um, so I think Daniel, with you, I do let you know if something's bothering me. But I think sometimes you are more hesitant to let me know because you want to. I don't know because you're afraid of well. Me. I wasn't thinking in terms of like inter like relationship. I was thinking right. more in terms of professional or just social generally. But uh yeah, maybe like in a relationship I might be I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we've worked on, which is uh to communicate uh early when things are bothering you so that you have the opportunity to talk it out as opposed to letting it fester. Um, I think sometimes I'm still hesitant because I, not because I don't feel like I have the right to speak up so much as it's like, I, um, worry that there's a part of my thinking that that worries that I'm not being fair Mm -hmm. or that I'm not fully, like I haven't thought it through enough. I sometimes don't want to bring things up until I've had time to reflect on what it is that I'm really feeling. That's so, yeah. interesting. Know. And sorry to like squeeze into no, it's okay. this couple of them. No, please but, do. Um, that's why you're here. really interesting because I think there's something that that happens a lot in relationships with men where the a man wants to like kind of analyze it and think through it more before speaking. And so sometimes women are, and women are more apt to just be like telling you, 
what they're thinking <laughs> in that moment. And then when it's like, mm-hmm. well, why didn't you just tell me this before? It's like, because they wanted to like parse it out before right. coming to you with it. Whereas in like a work situation or a professional situation, it's probably more, it's probably easier to just be like, no, da, 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 play it this way. No, do it this way. You know what? Like totally. I think that men operate differently like that. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. But I think also, don't you think situation. it's easier for women to say like, you're pissing me the fuck off <laughs> to their boyfriend than it is for them to say you're pissing me the fuck off to their manager at Cheesecake Factory. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> for I mean, sure. Generally, in, in work situations, there's no. It's not loaded. It's like for me yeah. anyway. You're just talking about business. Everything's business, so it's just it's clean. You know, whereas in a in a relationship, you know, it's emotional and it's fraught, and there's like I don't know. If, the stakes are higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just want to make sure that I'm, I, you know, oftentimes I'll be like, especially after having a kid where, uh, you know, when they're young and you're not getting enough sleep, I mean, so often my feelings are just basically the fact that I haven't slept in three days, you know, <laughs> or three months. And, you know, I might be really angry about something. And then in the back of my head, no, what I'm angry about is not real. I'm Mm -hmm. feeling irritable because I'm underslept. And if I were to say something to you about it, it would make it seem like it's a real thing that you need to somehow address when I know it's not real. I just need to get some fucking sleep. I wish I could. Um, Yeah. But I feel like there's a way that both, there's a way that both can be true, which is to say like, to acknowledge, I know that this might not be legit, but this is how I'm feeling because I, that's what we've learned. Yeah. That, yeah. Exactly. I mean, we've we've talked about that, which is like now. Now what happens is I will, I will establish ahead of time. Like first of all, like the other day I told you when I, I go I don't know what's going to happen today, but just know right now I'm underslept and I'm feeling irritable and it's not personal. Yeah. And I might you know so I'm just like laying the groundwork. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I'll often say like I don't think this is this is probably not fair. I'm feeling whatever blah blah blah. But this bothered me, and you're and part of it is you learning how to hear that mm-hmm. you know and so it's not just me uh getting comfortable enough to share it it's it's the other or vice versa but it's the other party feeling comfortable enough to hear it without you know in the in in the right state of mind like you know if i say hey i'm i'm i haven't slept in a week uh but this thing you did really bothered me but i don't think that that's real you you could take it like, why are you so mad and get really defensive and start to like take, you know, or you could go, yeah, you're right. It's not fair. Like, see, you know, but thank right. you for telling me, you know, and, and just like not not meet it at a, at a super intense level. Well, I always react appropriately and kindly. So <laughs> that's just that's just a thing about me is that <gasps> I'm always like centered and emotionally healthy and just. Just knock it out of the park each time. Speaking of feelings, I want to tell you guys about feels. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain, etc. Feels is a premium CBD that will help to keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. And I have to tell you guys, um, with I have tried CBD oils where I felt like I 
I know I'm not supposed to feel altered, but I do feel altered. But, but with feels, I did not experience feeling altered at all. I just felt more calm. Place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference in minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. In fact, feels offers a free CBD hotline to help you guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose. The feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Start feeling better with feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash best friend and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels F-E-A-L-S.com slash best friend to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping feels.com slash best friend. Okay. So I think we should do just mirror everyone. And Nicole had, I don't know if it was initially submitted as a just me or everyone, but she tweeted something. No, it was not. And I, and since someone like sent it to me, cause they're like, this is a just me or everyone. And we didn't do it last time. Yeah. So we have to start with that one. Let's do it. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay, this is where people write in, they tweet in things they think or do, and they wonder, is it just me or everyone? And I have Nicole's here, and this is what it says. Okay, whenever I drop something in the garbage disposal and stick my hand in there to get it out, I'm scared a ghost is going to turn the garbage disposal on and mangle my hand because, like, statistically, I think it will happen at some point in my life, right? (laughs) When people read my tweets out loud, I'm like, Jesus, that's what I say to the internet. (laughs) I love it. I like it. I love it. I'm into it. This is, I feel like, very this got to be very common i'm constantly afraid mm-hmm. of that yeah. what did yeah. oh when we used to wash um our dog in the sink and like apparently like sometimes like their paw will go down you know will accidentally go down into the disposal and even though the the switch was like not right there i was always super afraid of somehow a ghost turning it on yeah there's something weird about it. I don't know if it's like happened in too many movies or what it is, but I, every time I put my hand in there, I'm like, something's going to happen. Eventually, mm-hmm. something's going to happen. And a lot of people were saying that they won't even reach in there without unplugging it first because oh, they're so sure something's going to happen. And it's like that thing doesn't just turn on randomly when we're just living our mm-hmm. lives. But for some reason, when you put your hand in it, I just assume at one point <laughs> I will be mangled. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? I don't know even one person no. who's lost a finger this way <laughs> or has been harmed this way. Even Does anyone cut. here know anyone who was hurt by a garbage disposal? Just no, knows all around. And yet, do we all, do you guys have this fear, J- Jackie? Do you? Not necessarily of a ghost, but <laughs> if I have to stick my hand down there, I will quadruple check. Mm-hmm. I will look mm-hmm. at the switch. Mm-hmm. I will stick my ear down and make sure it's not on. Like I will make sure I'll, I'll kind of check out the general area, make sure nobody's going to sneak up behind me and hit the button. Yeah. Not necessarily a ghost, but I am very yeah. nervous. Every the ghost time was the joke it. element of it. I don't really believe in ghosts. <laughs> You're like, no, it's just a, not a ghost. It's just some kind of angry spirit, some, something, an energy. It's going to do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, we don't even have a switch, an electric disposal anymore. We have, or maybe it's electric, but uh, no, I don't we have a switch. We have a button. It's an. It's my called, old place had a button. It's an air gap, so it's like oh. you have to push it down. Um, I don't like it because it collects water inside it, and then it gets that. Dis- 
a thing I hate is the smell of stand of water that's been like sitting there for too mm-hmm. long. And it always like, I refuse to put my naked finger. I refuse to press the button with it. I have to like wad up a towel and press it with that because otherwise that gross smell will get on my finger. So I miss having a switch. Yeah. It's on like the side of the sink. You push it. It's in the, yeah, the front of the sink. Um, oh, like the front right corner of the sink. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a button that you, but it's not like a elevator button. Like you got to mm-hmm. really give it a push. Okay. It's probably a little bit safer because it can't accidentally be turned on. Like yeah, yeah. 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 But then your hand will smell. Tony, you've been awfully quiet. Do you, do you love the idea of getting mangled by a disposal? <laughs> no, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been given a lot of mm-hmm's and yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Same thing where I just, yeah. Very similar to what Jackie said, like constantly just looking and making sure nothing is going to happen. And yeah. All right. Let's see what I else. have one. Yes, please. I have a, okay, because you know I now keep a list. I didn't know that, but yes, Jackie. I'm ready for your show. Bravo. I love that. Yeah, I have two. I don't have to say them both. I, I would save one for next time. I want to hear both. Okay. The first one is, I don't know the difference between a possum and an opossum. Are they the same thing? Or are they not? I don't want to Google so. it. I refuse to Google it. <laughs> Am I the only one with this issue? I always just thought they were the same thing. Me too. Then what no. is an opossum? I, no, no. They're not I the same. I did think they were the same thing. <laughs> Honey, didn't we recently go through this? They're, one is like an Australian Marsupial animal. or something. So they're not then, the same. They're not the they're same. They're not. No. Interesting. Oh. How stupid. Uh, I, I didn't yeah. know that. I thought it was like a regional thing where some places they say opossum and other places like they say It's like ketchup and catsup. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. And no, donut different. and dognut. Dough. Yes. Uh, Doff on, the, on the on the note of possums, I was at a uh, a bar a few weeks ago outside, and my friend and I were sitting there, and we by the, we were kind of near trash cans, <gasps> and we kept thinking that we saw a rat, oh, no. and which is gross, but you know it's outside and trash, so what are you gonna do? Uh, and then we keep seeing it, and then suddenly we realized. That's not a rat. That is a baby possum. And oh. then realized baby possums are adorable. Yeah, they're pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. But was it a baby opossum or a baby possum? I think possum. this was I think this was straight up possum. Yeah. I think. So, so opossums they don't have locally, is that what it is, Daniel? Because I, I know that we did are Australian. Okay. I have seen I have seen the Australian ones in person. I, I always just thought that I didn't realize that was opossum. Though. I just thought there were actually like different kinds. So just... possums in Australia are opossums? Yes. Opossums are Irish. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, I got it. The ones in Australia are much cuter, I think, overall, too. Because there's a park. I forget what city it was that I was in. but there's Opossum a park City? Would... Yeah, that's it. There it was. When you walk through at night, there's just a ton of them. And they're adorable. I've never been to Australia as someone whose favorite book when I was in grade school was K is for Koala. And I checked that out from, I mean, I should have just bought it outright if that was an option because I just kept renewing that book. I read it so many times. Um, I've always wanted to go to Australia. Mm-hmm. Is it? I would love to go. Me too. Is it all it's cracked up to be, Tony? Here's what I will say. It, it's It's nice. And I think... I've only been on tour, and I think that's a very different experience than if you were to actually just go on a vacation there. Because when I go on tour, I'm just in the major cities, and it is the furthest away from home I've ever been, and it's the most 
at home, I feel. Like, I just kind oh, of feel like I'm in Southern California with accents. Wait, that, that now now I don't want to go anymore. You're well, from Southern wait. California? What'd you say? You're from Southern California? Well, I mean, that's why I've oh, you're here for like 14 Because years, I was going to so. say, though, is because I, I love Australians, and I always get along with them really well, and I think of them as, like, Midwesterners, but they're from Australia for some reason. They just have the same energy to me. Mm. But Tony is Midwestern. That's why. That's yeah, why I was saying, where are you from? Like, where do you feel at home? Because I was, because I, I don't know. I just, that's what I always think of them as. Yeah, Midwesterners no, of the world. <laughs> yeah, the the they people are like nice. That. I've had a good time there, but yeah, it's just. Uh, again, I think if you went on on a trip and you're more like, if you actually go see like nature and the outback and things like that, that's going to be a much different yeah. experience than just going to Sydney and and. Uh, but that's the yeah. problem. It's like, what do you do in Australia? There's like a big rock, a, an opera house. Surfing. Bunch of spiders. We're going to get letters. There are a lot of spiders. Yeah. There's a lot of things to do. There's also a lot of nothing. A- it is, uh, yeah, like the middle of Australia is just like, just. The outback, mate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're no, ready to I go, know. Jackie? That's I'm ready. I got, the, I got the language down. <laughs> I think I'd rather go to New Zealand. Yeah, I've never gotten to go. I hear it's great though. Is that the is is New Zealand where they have the Hobbit town, like the real mm-hmm. yeah. Hobbit mm-hmm. place? That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. All right, Jackie, what's your second? Okay, just me or everyone. If you scroll Instagram right before you go to sleep, random acquaintances that you follow end up in your dreams <laughs> with like I, cameos. You're like, why is that guy I did improv with? <laughs> <laughs> in my dream like with a random cameo That's role funny. like a walk-on an under five as we an say in the business. <laughs> and i'm like oh because i looked at instagram right before i went to sleep you're right i never put it together but yes that has happened to me I yeah my social media in the middle of the night is i gotta stop doing that it's i mean yeah, i will check it in the middle of the night I do check it in the You'll pop night. out of bed at 2.30 and then just start scrolling. Really? No, but I pop out of bed. I go to the bathroom. Sometimes I get a snack and then I check my phone on the way back in. Yeah. You get a snack at 2.30 in the morning? Uh, there, look, I, there's, I have an alter ego. Not 2.30. That's too early. It's more like true middle of the night. I have an alter ego. We have named her Nibbles McGee. It's ah. a, a running, running joke on the show. Although I actually feel like from a cognitive behavioral standpoint, perhaps giving this part of myself a name is not great because then it's like I'm accepting this and i really don't want to be this person but yeah i'm like my eating is all fucked up i am i like basically don't eat at all during the day and then i just undo the 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 uh control during the night not always in fact daniel i'm looking forward to your mom coming to visit us again because she sleeps on the couch in the living room and then i'm like well i can't go i can't be an opossum no i that was without the o yeah, I can't go. I can't be a raccoon in the middle of the night with a respectable human being standing guard. So it's really, it's really great. What for if me. we set up a live webcam in the kitchen? We and should. Then the yeah. whole world could put that on your Patreon. It. Watch Nibbles yeah. McGee at work. Yes, <laughs> yes there's a lady. That, there's a lady on TikTok. Nicole might have seen her. I think she I have sleepwalks and films it. On cameras and posts it, and it is wild. What, what did she, she do? All Jinx. kinds of crazy stuff. That's she crazy. gets stuff out of cabinets and drops them. 
you know, moves stuff around, goes into full conversations, sees things. I mean, it's really wild. Wow. What's her name? I'm not on TikTok, but I feel like I need to get on TikTok. I have yeah. no idea. It just comes across my For You page every yeah. once in a while. Have you seen her, I've Nicole? seen. I've seen it once, yeah. People were all yeah. in the comments trying to figure out if she was real or not. Like if she's No, it's real. It. it seems real. It definitely yeah. seems real, yeah. Yeah, I'm not – all I do on TikTok mostly is lurk, and it's really Same. nice. I kind of enjoy it. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so much better than Instagram. It is. It's just so – it's like – it just feels more um, – because it, it's less presentational. It's just like mm-hmm. goofy, random shit. The only Art. thing that's presentational on TikTok is the couples. They're so f- fake. I cannot stand that, but what I don't do really do? have a lot of them on my page. They're just like, oh, I'm playing a prank on my husband where I call him by his name instead of calling him baby. And it's like, geez, are you kidding me? And then the, the woman's like, hey, Greg. And he's like – what you're calling me greg it's like that kind of shit and it's like give me a break and all of the couples they just seem way too like look at our perfect life and in a way that's very obviously trying too hard so yeah but other than that tiktok is the bomb i think it's fun it's fun it's that's my that's my late night uh when i'm going to bed and then i actually stay up way too late yeah Ugh, just watching and I, I don't really I follow people but I kind of just like watching strangers videos Same. it's too addicting I had to get rid of it oh yeah the FYP knows me better than my parents know me it truly does if yeah. I, if I, it'll figure you out real quick mm-hmm. what's FYP the for you page you just scroll oh. and it randomly shows you stuff pretty great it's like watching a bunch of instagram reels except for it's you will love it no i know it i was on there for like a second and then daniel was like the the tiktok has all sorts of security issues we got to get off probably true oh probably Probably. absolutely it is true but then on the other hand it's like it's everyone already i mean they all do they all have your information. I always yeah. just have a theory that there's someone with my whole life uh, in another part of the world that because they got it from the internet, and I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. I, <laughs> I had the experience of count that. A, for like back in the summer, I would log, I would, I would get into uh, Netflix, and the recommendations were all like these, um, you know, Asian American shows, mm-hmm. and, and which is. You know, okay, but why? Uh, it was, and I thought, or it would be like continue watching, and it would be a whole bunch of stuff that I was like, wait, but this? not Asian American, just it would. No, it was all different language. Yeah, or was well, it a the lot subtitles? Of it was in different language, but oh. but some of it, yeah, whatever. Just a whole broad range of Asian Asian stuff. Let's just say, and we thought that maybe Owen, our little like two year old, had been gotten a hold of the remote and was just like futzing around. Um. But then I was so sick. And by the way, Netflix has never gotten it right. <laughs> you say that the, the For You page gets you right. Netflix yes. does not know me at all. Netflix Fuck knows you, him Netflix. as well as his dad. Like, oh, honestly. No. <laughs> but, but Netflix, uh, like, there's shit on Netflix that I would love that I have no idea is on Netflix. That's all I'm going to say about that. Well, you, but, uh, you're bearing the lead, though, of what it but, what so then found I, okay, out so, happened. So I found out how to like clear the the algorithms based a lot on what you've watched. So I was like, I, I can't anymore. I need to like. So I went into their website to clear it out, and there were all these logins from Indonesia. Mm. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's what's been happening. Someone got my some person in Indonesia got my somehow my. Netflix 
account. And that's why it's not like Owen or some glitch. It's literally somebody watching shit on my account. So, uh, so I had to delete everything and start over. But now it's recommending a whole bunch of shit I've already seen. Ugh, Netflix is not like you. <laughs> I think Netflix. you can click already seen it, right? Oh, that's... Can you? I think there's I like if you... I don't know. Well, I think you can give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. And I think that takes it as that you've seen it. Do they still have that, though? I thought they took I think that so. Up. I mean, I'm this on Netflix. Let's just say that. I'm down. Well, that's thumbs gonna... down on Netflix. Oh, was that a thumbs down? It looked like a thumb <laughs> yeah. sideways. It looks like a thumb sideways. So you're saying, oh, please, about Well, Netflix. honestly, it is sideways because they have a couple. Good... They liked the crown. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, have, yeah. Has anyone here used the Peacock app yet? No, I, uh, but I want to yeah. watch Girls 5 Eva. Yeah, me too. I love Girls 5 Eva. I literally bought peacock because i watched the pilot and i said i need to see the rest of it it is incredible however the app is slow and glitchy and not yeah. i don't like the design to it but i do love girls five eva what are you, what are you using, using the peacock on uh my television which is an android tv oh, okay yeah because i run it through the playstation and it's the same thing and i thought maybe it was just the playstation but apparently that's not. so nice to know because i was thinking oh my tv sucks or whatever but i, I it's so much slower than all the other apps mm-hmm. no i've heard it's really glitchy yeah yeah it's, just, yeah. it's, it's a shame yeah the bravo app was like that so I, i'm not surprised <laughs> that the don't judge me like, i'm just trying to get I my love that you're on. a bravo head i love that i know i i refused for so long and then this one over here that's she. Mean. What did we start with? Was it Vanderpump? It was I was Vanderpump. like, I'm not watching that. You were like, what is this? And I'm like, I don't know. It's the show with tan people who yell at each other. Um, but I can't stop watching it, even though I don't know who they. I can't. I confuse all of it's them. It's very entertaining to me. That's all. I, I'm sorry. People love it. That's why know. it's so successful. But anyway, Daniel, the turning point was, and I caught this on my phone, and I it made an Instagram story. Um, so you were watching one day, and you laughed. Yeah, I remember that. I think I got hooked when, um, actually, it was Tom was what was he, he was pleading with Ariana to go to Vegas with the guys because they were going to have a bunch of bulldozers. Was it like on her birthday? Play with what? It was on her birthday, right? Yeah, and he's like, but they're going to have a lot of bulldozers. <laughs> I just oh thought God. it was like so funny. <laughs> it's funny because it was like he was like a little kid. It was uh, again. Folks, if you're judging me right now, look in the mirror. Okay, just look in the mirror. I think it would be fun. I, I know friends that did that at a bachelor party in Vegas. You get to like drive construction vehicles and stuff. Yeah. I think that's super cool. It does. It looks a lot of, like a lot of fun. All right. Crystal Lorenz says, just mirror everyone, going through an automated car wash, I always feel like I'm going to crash into the person in front of me yes. and or get murdered by a clown. Twist. <laughs> no, you thought you knew. This is like a O. Henry. Yeah, you think you know short where the car is going. Tweet. It's not on the track. It's going off. It's going off. Sideways. That's right. Um, that would be such a funny prank to murder, to murder someone. To murder someone. No, to like <laughs> all of a sudden the Maybe track like changes and their car starts going and, you, and it's like a horror. Oh. Or just like the, yeah. the the little fuzzy things are in front of your window and then they part. <laughs> And there's just a clown, a clown. standing oh there. My God. Oh, sound. my God. I do. Please do that, someone. I the, the last few times I've gone through a car wash, I've been with Daniel. But there have been times where I'm by myself, and I do fi- I do feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like there's a there's a shell on Sunset where the car the line is always really long and it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. And once you get to a certain point, there's no way you could get out. You yeah. can't leave. You can't right. leave. And so yeah. I I start to get like a little bit weird if I think yeah. about it too much because I'm like mm-hmm. someone could just walk up to the car and do something or like the car you know anything could happen. And yeah. it's the same thing when you're in the thing. Yeah, you're like trapped in there a little bit. It is a little. That it's is one of the things you can't think about too much. And also, I feel weird pressure to like pull up to the right place and go when it's my turn. Oh, same. It's, I, I it's, have major anxiety yeah. about like fucking up and accidentally hitting my gas and killing someone <laughs> or damaging my car. Or like, yeah, I hate those drivey ones. I don't even do them really. And I feel like they need yeah. to teach... Uh, the whole like part where you dry the car in just in mm-hmm. high school, like everyone needs to learn how to do that because half the people just park and they just let it sit there for the full minute and a half. Right. And it doesn't you know, move. Yeah. it's like, no, you're supposed to slowly drive forward folks. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's Come so on, much everybody. They, right. There's yeah. so much they need to teach in high school that they don't teach. And they teach it us like really the dumbest stuff instead. So we all come out with no <laughs> skills. No, no, I don't need to know skills. the parts of a, of a cell. I don't need to know how to make pajama pants. I need to know how to do taxes. Okay. Wait, you right. learned how to make pajama pants? We sure did. We, it was, I think that was actually eighth grade, but we made pajama pants in home ec. And I was like, I mean, these are cool, but I mean, how do I do taxes? I'm going to wish adult. I knew how to do no. that. <laughs> I have no idea I, how to do anything. I never had home ec. Yeah. I lived in Kansas, maybe that's why. They were like yeah. I know. I'm I had it in in Dallas, but my, my husband from DC, he didn't have it. Yeah. He he was like, That's real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a I don't I wonder if they still teach it. I don't know. But they definitely did. And then did you do like uh square dancing in music class? Like I don't think everybody did yeah, that. And PE. Yeah, it was we optional. did PE. Yeah. We did that yeah. in like fourth grade. Yeah. What was it? They had what was it? Cotillion or something like yeah. that? Where you go and you learn to do ballroom dancing? Yeah. We had Cotillion we had where cotillion. I grew up and it was I awful. didn't do it though. I didn't either. Cotillion was yeah. like, I think too expensive. Expensive, right? Yeah. Was that why it was it. expensive? Okay. I should find I was out like, how much my cool mom shelled cool, out for that. So yeah. That's know. right. We were too cool for Cotillion. Uh, nah, well, let me tell you, as someone who wasn't cool who did go to Cotillion, being the non cool person at Cotillion is not great. What? Were you asleep? No, I wasn't asleep, but I was not picked because it's very like old fashioned and formal and you have to wear gloves and then the boys go around and ask you if you want to dance with them. So just like sports, I was like the last (laughs) one to be picked always. And then, you know, occasionally it would be like, okay, now it's, you know, the girls pick the guys like they'd Sadie Hawkins it up. And then I always felt like. I'm sorry to be a giant nerd asking if you'll dance with me, but will you dance with me? That would be oh, me. That's, that's the nightmare. last thing I need. Yeah, that's a nightmare. No, thank you. Not it was really, school. it was truly, I, I understand my mom's thing was, I don't want her to feel left out. So even though this is like very much not anything that any of the people in our family, well, that's not true. My mom was a debutante, so it was in her blood, I guess, but um, I mean, I feel like it's like I was so not a cotillion kid, but she didn't want me to feel left out. But I've looking back, it's like I would have been okay to mm-hmm. not be part of that <laughs> because it was very. I didn't enjoy it, and I don't use those dances. They always they would be like, Yo, one day you would use these." No, no, literally never have needed to do the box step. <laughs> Tony, did you have home ec? In middle, uh, yeah, middle school, I believe I did when when I was still in Michigan. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Did you make pajama pants? No. Can't say that I did. <laughs> I feel like I mostly remember having to like cook things. Yeah. Yeah. All I remember is making cookies. You had home ec too? 
I think mine was in junior high, yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. Man, I missed out. It was a pretty fun class. I mean, it it's seems pretty like it pointless, would be fun. truly, but yeah. We made um, peanut brittle in science class Ooh. with like Bunsen burners. And I, it was to illustrate some kind of reaction because when you put in the baking soda or something, like it fizzes and does something cool. So I did cook one thing in one class. But Hell yeah. I feel like I've missed out. Yeah. I think you're fine. Well, we didn't get to do cotillion, so we're even. Yeah, that's right. I guess, but Jackie, you, I mean, I know you, I was not just, you strike me. Like I know that you enjoy dancing at parties and things like that. And I don't like it. And maybe cotillion made me hate it. You're triggered. I took ballroom dancing in college and it was so fun. And I also had the stress of having to find dance partners because I am 5'10". Some people do not know that, but I am a tall gal. And I could not... There were only like three guys in the class tall enough for me to partner with. And so it was... And one of them was really bad. So it was like stressful. Yeah. Yeah. But I love the dancing and I haven't gotten to use it in a very long time. I know how to two-step, waltz, (laughs) foxtrot, and tango, honey. Call me. Tango! You like learned, it. you found a workaround. You learned I all the cotillion dances. And I bet you could just go on TikTok and learn it all yourself At now. At this That's point, true. I think you could. Um, I need to say hello and thank you to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. I'd like to say a what, big hello. Was that Tony? Yes. I like Tony, yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tony has done this. He's also done a jingle for Daniel's Cool Beans, which is the segment where Daniel reviews beans on the Monday show sometimes. Oh, wow. um, a whole they're in there both so very good. Um, wait, that was Daniel. That was you that said very catchy, right? Yes. Because it sounded like Tony for a second. And I was like, I mean, no, it is, not, but I didn't I'm expect. I'm compliment myself, no. Okay, I'd like to say hello and welcome to Dan Evans, Christian Schmidt, Sam Costello, and Jennifer G. Megan Parkansky and Ann Lasting are converted to annual. Again, that's where you get two months free if you convert to annual. Um, that's a good and deal. then Penny from MA, which I'm assuming is that's Massachusetts, right? Yeah. Uh, has increased her pledge. So to all of you guys, thank you. I hope you're enjoying Patreon. I love having you all as patrons. Um, and uh, and uh, you guys, if you haven't signed up, sign up. Um, I also want to say, if you like what you're hearing, please, please make sure you're subscribed or you're following. There's different terminology wherever you are, but make sure that you get this automatically. Tell your friends and, and leave us a review. It helps people find the show. Nicole. Yeah. Where can people find you? And uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Mm, nothing to plug, really. Everything's too far away for to plug. And you can find me online on Instagram and Twitter at, at Nicole Thurman. And it's Nicole Two C's. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Jackie. Mm-hmm. You know the drill, everybody. <laughs> Natch Butte comes out every Thursday. And I have a Patreon, too. Patreon. Patreon. Yes, Tony. Patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson. And I am going to make Allison do the blood perfume sniffing yeah, with me soon. I want to do that. Yes. I got sent perfumes that are supposed to smell like blood. 
which I guess blood is a very popular note of perfume. And so I've got sent an entire stash of them and I'm going to make Allison smell them with me and give her commentary. That will be happening soon on the Jackie J Patreon. I have so many questions. You're saying that the smell of blood is included in perfumes already? Yes. Yes. It's a very popular note. Right. And it it just makes you wonder like, what, what do they mean? (laughs) Well, maybe if Daniel's home, he could give his input. Oh, I think to. we need a man perspective. Yeah. So I'll be yeah. coming over soon. I can't wait. Daniel, what about you? Well, you can find me at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, here in this chair, <laughs> you can find it. And on the, the Vanderpump subreddit. <laughs> yeah, I just lurk. I just lurk. <laughs> Tony, what about you? Uh, you know, the drill, like, much like Jackie said. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at... Tony Thaxton! And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And uh, Motion City Soundtrack Tour 2022 tickets wow. are now on sale. So uh, get those. You're playing Warp Tour, Smashing Pumpkins, and Nine Inch Nails are going to be there, too? What the heck? Riot Fest. Riot Or Warp... Not Warp Tour. Oh, it's not Warp Tour I want to go. Tour. That's like all my interest. I know, right? Tony, where is that going to be? Chicago. Uh, Chicago looks awesome. That is actually this year. That is September of this year. Wow! wow. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it all happens. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I bet it will. Uh, nobody Let's be cross our fingers. We don't get COVID twenty one. You know right? what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> oh wow! I didn't even put it together. That wait, is that? It's not named after the year. It's named after the number of. Is it named after the year? Hi, year? Allison. <laughs> I've just yes. joined. It was <laughs> named <laughs> after the year that it was. You came to be, I guess. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I knew that. I don't know anymore. You guys, this has been delightful. Thank you so <laughs> much for spending your evening with me. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 